0: Welcome to A Bit of Board Games, a casual podcast documenting the many failures and hopefully successes of Bitwaffle Games, as we learn the ins and outs of board game design and self-publishing. Join us on this journey as we talk about a bit of life, a bit of design, and a bit of board games. Welcome back to another episode of A Bit of Board Games. Uh, It is February 8th, 2023. And this is episode 43. I really need to have these facts available to me uh, before I start rambling on. Um, <laughs> we are your hosts, uh, Trevor and Steven. Steven and Trevor, the, the game makers. Um, yeah, I do the art and, I'm, and I make the games.
1: Nice. I also help making the games and I help with the operations as well.
0: Yeah, uh, we we're here, guys, a uh, couple weeks after that play test. And, you know, last time we had all, all these thoughts, we're like, man, all these things we're going to do with the game and, and these goals and these projections. And we haven't done anything on any <laughs> of those. Um, yeah, we're scrapping the whole project. Yeah, no, we're burning it down, <laughs> uh, scrapping it because there's scrap in the in the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I get it. No, but we <laughs> haven't really worked on it since since the playtest. Uh, uh, yeah, we just haven't had time this yeah, past week. I've been working on this uh, freelance project for for a bit now with some like UX design stuff that I've been doing, uh, so it's taking a lot of my my free time. But that's kind of wrapping up pretty soon, um, and yeah, but but we'll 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 get there. I know. I just I really we got to get a lot of the art done, make a couple changes that we were talking about last time, and then just. Print out the new version and test with some other people, I think, would be really good. Um, which is what we've been talking about doing. So that is that is the the next goal still. Um but in the meantime, we're we're accomplishing things. You know, we're we're uh hitting hitting, you know, new milestones in life. Like Trevor, talk about the big thing you accomplished today. I'm very proud I of I
1: actually consider it a I like a big time development in my life Mm. i uh, took down christmas lights all by myself so actually actually that's not true my wife helped me uh by supporting the ladder as i climbed up and she also uh like caught the lights as i like lowered them down to her after i took them off so Mm -hmm. she was she was very uh very uh what am i looking for very crucial very uh important in the the process of, of taking the lights down. But here's the thing you all know I'm afraid of heights. So even though it's a one story house, mission accomplished, maybe in five years we'll talk, try a two story house. So,
0: well, <laughs> yeah. so it's one story, but like you're on a hill and like there's some parts that are a lot higher than like a normal like ranch home, right? Ranch style right, 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 home. Right, right. So, like, yeah, to be fair, it's like
1: th- there are a couple death zones for yeah, sure. Yeah, like yeah. Anything above like six feet is a death zone in my eyes. So there's like, all of it's a death zone.
0: <laughs> yeah, you're just like walking around. And it's really good you're not like super tall because if you were really tall, you'd be afraid of just like falling. That's um, true. The extra feet of like scariness. I have to go up six inches on a step. What? Right. That's right. It's a small exactly. step, I know. But um, <laughs> no, that's it's an amazing accomplishment. You know, that's all. Round of applause for for Trevor. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I'm bowing. Yeah. Uh, and you know, th- this we're also not gonna be able to really work on this, uh, the game much this week either because uh, Trevor's going out of town and I've got friends coming into town and it's just, it's just busy. So, uh, my, my goal, Trevor. Yeah, let's hear it. When I'm done with this project this week, hopefully, as I have time, if we're just chilling, you know, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna force myself to just, just work on some drawing, some sketching. Get some get some art stuff, going. That's that's the goal. So that's what I love it. So we're gonna do.
1: You're gonna have a ton of hours in front of you anyway, so might as well. Yeah, might as well start somewhere. I like hearing that though. Cool. I'm excited to see it too.
0: Yeah. Uh. So, well, since this is like you know when we talk about board games and stuff, I, f- I figured we should at least talk about <laughs> just one some board game, even if it's not our board game. Um, yeah. Your... But have you ever played the game Scythe? Yes,
1: I have actually. You I have played it. it.
0: Amazing! Uh, yep. Isn't the theme of that so cool? Like it is. It's such an interesting thing, and the the artwork and like the cover of the box, like freaking beautiful. Yeah. Um, it's like how would you describe it? Like a, a steampunk alternate apocalyptic. Maybe not
1: post apocalyptic. I I don't know Yeah, It's
0: like steampunk, like alternate history or something. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Um. In it's one, it's an amazing game. It's a long game. Uh mm-hmm. but like it, it's a really cool worker placement, resource gathering, uh, type of game. And it's
1: like an advanced risk almost. It's kinda of what yeah, it feels like.
0: Yeah. But much more exciting than risk. Yeah. <laughs> um yep. inter- and and more interesting in my opinion. Um but so so the creator of that game, uh, Stonemeyer Games, who Jamie Stegmaier is kinda who runs that that company and he makes a lot of games, a lot of really good games. But they have a a kind of a sequel to Scythe coming out this year called oh, called Expeditions. Uh kind of this I think it's the same artist kind of doing some of the artwork and stuff too for the cover and everything and all and some different okay. elements. Um but essentially the 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 theme is that the players are kind of diving more into that world um and the, they're investigating this crashed meteor near a river in Siberia that awoke in ancient corruption. So they're hoping, you're hoping to find artifacts, achieve glory, overcome challenges. The Heroes from War have funded their own expeditions to investigate the crash site. Uh, so you're kind of moving. On your, you're, on your turn, you're using different action tokens to, to choose whether you want to move uh, play or gather uh, resources. Um, and then you kind of execute those... those ac- uh, oh, you cover up those one of those actions, and then you do the other ones. So, you get to choose those two things That's an interesting way to do that. uh so you can move, you can play, or you can gather, and so you use a token to cover up one and then you execute the remaining uncovered actions. So you have to do two of the things every time i guess that that's that's an interesting way to do that that's cool. Um, yeah. or you can refresh to regain cards that you've previously played. so it looks like you play cards to get either like a worker or resources or or accomplish a spe- special action um and then you're kind of trying to accomplish these different things on the map to you know find those artifacts and and get glory and so the, the first to get their four glory tokens on a board of seven different categories uh is is the winner um so That's you're cool. you're trying to like accomplish these different things and explore and find these, these cool items and stuff and it just sounds like a really fun way to to dive into that world uh, a little bit more, oh, for sure. So
1: yeah, wow, I like that a lot.
0: Yeah. Anyway, that's our board game news. Oh, here we go. The 1920 plus expeditions. So it's like a night alternate 1920s. 1920s. Yeah. Time period, but this one's in like Siberia, like northern snowy Russia. Um, I miss the 1920s. Good, good time. Ah, uh, good be alive. Good year. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So Trevor, you you played a new game recently
1: yeah i did um there's this game that's it's just play test right now there it's not full release yet but it's called dark and darker so this is a video game that um if you guys have played escape from tarkov mm-hmm. it's very similar but imagine
0: fantastic um, like all the
1: yeah exactly all, all the same elements except it's medieval with like wizards and stuff too so um essentially you are are going in solo or with a party into a dungeon and you're uh killing mobs but you're also killing other players um at the same time and you're trying to get to you know circles closing in on you and you got to try to find portals to get yourself out of the dungeon and mm-hmm. so obviously you don't want to leave until you've found some good loot and all that sort of stuff and a lot of times players will go after other players because they've looted a lot of things and you want to get their loot all that sort of stuff um, but it's, it's a lot of fun because, um, it, like I said, if you've played escape from Tarkov, it's a very similar sort of progression style where, hmm. um, you're, you're really just playing to get better at playing essentially. Yeah. So like the, the loot that you get, you vendor away or you trade in a trading post to get gold. And then you use that gold to buy better gear so that on your next run, you just, uh, have a better chances of survival and, and you just can continue to try to progress and make your character better and better and better that that way which is that's just really neat and i'm not a i'm honestly not a fan of escape from tarkov i've only played a little bit of it yeah um and i just it wasn't for me just that i think it was a little too slow almost in in the looting and that sort of stuff um but escape from tarkov it's it's quick dungeons it's quick uh sort of in out i mean you could you can die and get back in you know right away it's 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 pretty fun so that's awesome if you haven't played it, I'd, I'd recommend trying it. The playtest continues until uh, Monday of next week. So what will that be? The 13th? Uh, it'll be the 13th. The playtest goes until
0: 2.13. Man, so, okay. Um, I'm going to have to try yeah. that. Because, yeah. so when is it actually, do you know when the game releases then? These are just like...
1: They are hoping to release it this year. Um, okay. Everyone is skeptical about that, though. <laughs> just because... I mean, they could honestly release it the way it is right now, but they're hoping to introduce a new class. They're hoping to, Mm. like, they're actually introducing a bar or or a bard. Um, oh, interesting. They don't have that yet. So, right now, they've got wizard, uh, barbarian, ranger, rogue, fighter, cleric, who's like a healing class. Um, that's cool. Those are kind of your options right now. Um, and they're going to introduce a bard at some point. And then they're also going to be introducing like new dungeons and new mobs. And yeah. you Know a bunch of different stuff too, so
0: so yeah. so Call of Duty introduced a mode like this in the most recent version called DMZ, where it's like the open map, like a war zone type map, and other players go in at the same time, but there's all these like AI enemies around, and you're going in with loot and collecting loot, and then you can only bring out a certain amount, you have to extract at like certain exfil sites. Um, and, and then you like when you go in, you choose like which class you want to do um whether it's like an assault or like a recon or or a medic or something and then or maybe do you have like loadouts when you're going in yeah so you you choose which of your like you keep a storage of gear in okay. back in like the menu and then you choose which gear you want to go in with um but if you and then whatever you have on you if you die in map you lose it all uh, it's yeah no, it's, that sounds exactly that sounds very similar yeah to, it's, it's the, just like escape from tarkov and stuff yeah it, so that's really cool that they added a mode it's interesting like Tarkov's been around for a long time now and right, right. I played it, it. Like technically still says beta. Does it really? Yeah. I oh think my so. gosh. Uh, I played it like in the early stages of beta, I guess, which was like four or five years ago. Um, yeah. more, maybe more than that. I don't even know. Maybe it was like 2016, even 17. Yeah. I Jeez. believe it. Uh, I'm old. Um, yeah. So I, I always had a hard time with the game. It was pretty rough, especially early on when you're not used to it. Um, but that that sounds really interesting too. So, like with like the fantasy thing, I think this is the first one I've seen take yeah. that on a, in a fantasy style. Yeah. Which... The, the mobs
1: you're the mobs you're playing or fighting are like zombies and skeleton archers and yeah. skeletons with like a sword and board and mm. um, like there's a wraith that is like flying around and there's you know all these sorts of things that and and the lighting and so you're in a dungeon and the lighting is really a really cool aspect of it too where a lot of the times it's really hard to see where you are and so there's traps and there's people hiding around the corners and it's just you just have this sense of you know like thrill kind of everywhere you're going you know am i gonna die going around this corner you know sort of sort of feeling because it's very unforgiving you get headshot with an arrow and you're you're basically toast you know so it's like you gotta you gotta kind of figure it out as you go but Yeah. Super fun, super fun game. Yeah. Um, Okay. And and the reason, and by the way, the reason we bring all these, these games up, um, obviously to just kind of inform you guys, the listeners on what's kind of going on what we're enjoying so you can enjoy it too. But also we're, we're trying to take aspects of what we're learning from games that we enjoy to implement in the stuff that we do too. And so um, whether it's a, a video game, board game, card game, you know they—they they all definitely have influences on on kind of how we approach what we, we're doing ourselves.
0: Yeah. So so on that note, mm-hmm. it's time for our game brainstorm session. Game brainstorm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you were to make a board game version of Tarkov or Dark and Darker, uh-huh. what? How would you? How would you do that? How do you think we could implement things like that? Because it's kind I, of like a rogue like. Yeah. Rogue light. Yep. Exactly. And, but it, like, it's also like that kind of campaign esque thing where like what you do from mm-hmm. one playthrough to another, mm-hmm. you know, affects that. Cause you come out with gear that you then have for the next run. Yep. So how, how, what, what's your, I, what are your thoughts on how you could implement features like this or create a board game around this concept? It's really funny
1: because while I've been playing this game, I've actually been having those thoughts and I, it's, it's difficult because the real time. Of the mm. video game is what makes some of those aspects yeah. really hard to try to implement as a board game because board games are, you know, they're turn-based. It's not like things are happening just in in, you know, in the downtime of the game. You have to initiate something for something to happen in a board game, right? So it's really difficult to try to implement the 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 difficult the difficulty that I'm having when trying to like translate this into a board game or a card game style is like you like how do you control like randomly generated mobs that are roaming or other players that um are in another dungeon that you wouldn't know are there if you were playing a video game but you're Mm. obviously going to know are there if you're playing a board game right or am i wrong is there a way that you can like technically have multiple players doing something within a within a board game space while one player knows exactly where they are while the others have no idea. Is that something that's possible? Hmm. I've had a couple of thoughts and I actually don't want to spoil them on hmm. here, but they, I just, I'm, I'm trying to um, kind of share the the way that I'm, I'm going about thinking about it because there's, there's definitely challenges with it, yeah. especially with like the looting too. Um, like in, in dark and darker, you open a chest and the chest is now open, indicates it's open. Um, And there could still be loot inside or um, like a a body. There's time to like another aspect of Dark and Darker that makes it difficult, but also fun is like you can't just press a button and take everyone's loot that you just killed. You have to stand over the mob, kind of AFK, sorting through their gear, and it just makes you super vulnerable to attacks Mm. from other players as well. And so that's a big part of Dark and Darker is like timing of stuff. Like have you shut all your doors around you? so that you you know you hear a door if it opens and you have time to react before someone's on your butt you know um so it's interesting you're, there's 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 things like that that I think are difficult to translate into a board game setting but I do have thoughts about how right. to how to solve some of those problems so
0: yeah um, dude I just had some I just had some thoughts too as we we're just talking about it yeah like and it's very interesting it's very mm. interesting also like this isn't I'm going to share this thought, but like, yeah, because you're, you're, you can go in as like a squad or like a team and stuff. Right. 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 So what if, so, cause we, we could you know design a game where you're dungeon diving individually uh-huh. going after each other, trying to steal loot, trying to fight each other, trying to whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but what if we could also implement like a a, a multiplayer, like a multi-team mode where like, you could have six people play this game and you're in teams of two and like you're going through a map or, or whatever you're doing however you're interacting with stuff. And like say you and I are in in a team doing something and then like our wives Mm -hmm. are in a team, obviously we'd destroy them. So, uh, right. But (laughs) like that, that'd be an interesting thing too, to like play as like duos in a sense with like either, you know, four. I could work with four people. I could work with six people. I don't know. It's just an interesting. Right. But, interesting but think thought. about this.
1: So this is, this is the difficulty again. Yeah. Is let's say you have a 2v2v2. Two two two. You've got six people, three teams of two. Yeah. How do you give each team agency over their own timing and turns so that you're not going. Because again, you've got these two problems where if you go in order. Programming system. Team by team by team. you This team moves here and everyone sees where they are then the next team moves and they see where they are. And so you can strategically just move yourself around or away from people. So you never engage with them or engage with them if you want. Right. Dark and darker. A lot of time you're just running into people, not even knowing that they're around the corner. And so how do you, how do you possibly one, give them the ability to Mm -hmm. all be moving and doing something at the exact same time and not necessarily make it turn-based. I think that's, if you could solve that problem, Um, I think you can make a lot of board games. Very cool.
0: Programmable actions. Where you set up a sequence, like you set up a sequence of things you're going to do. You're like, Hey, I'm this turn. I'm going to move here. I'm going to attack this bot or this, you know, mob, whatever. Right. And then, you know, attempt to do these things. So like you can set your three or whatever, set your actions like ahead of time hidden. Yes. And then at the same time you all reveal. And then here's yep i agree i think that's a step in the right direction i still think
1: it falls short because here's the thing let's say you let's say you even go five steps in advance all right let's Mm -hmm. say step one i'm going to open this door step two i'm going to walk to the back side of the room and pull this mob step three i'm going to engage the mob step four i'm going to loot the mob step five i'm going to go into this door okay so let's say there's like those five steps sure what if you open the door and there is another mob that you weren't expecting, and so now you're fighting two mobs at the same time, and you end up taking more damage than you initially thought. You still don't want step four and five to progress so that you're going into another room when you're not ready. Mm. How do you keep yourself from... You know, you understand yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though you say you want to do something, I, I agree. I think that is a step in the right direction. I still think it falls short, though, because I think that there are going to be elements out of your control that are going to you. May want you. to change the game plan in the moment.
0: Yeah, yeah. So maybe there's like triggers, like hey, these are the things you're going to do, but maybe you have like essentially one reroll that you can change one of your actions, uh, and when the turn happens, so like hey, like I went here, I opened this door for my second action, I moved mm-hmm. forward, and and a mob that I didn't know was there. Uh you know, attacked me, yep, I think that could be like a trigger that like oh, like you have to go and you have to do combat now or something, you know it pulls mm-hmm. you out of like the main sequence of events and you have to do combat, mm-hmm. uh however that works, and then since uh since something interrupted your your plans, either I think that could ne- cancel your further actions or maybe it allows you to change your further actions like minus one, like hey, like you can't do your final two actions but you can do one more action to react to it. You're right. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. I think, I think we could solve this dude. Maybe I think we, we could. I still it think right that now. falls short though.
1: <laughs> I think that solution still falls short. I, I, I think we could get there. I yeah. think we're still walking in the right direction, but you see what I mean? It is yeah, a, no, it's, it's crazy. A, it's a significant, not problem, but thing that you want to figure out in order to, because like the core of the game is real time thrill. Right. right there's no real time thrill in a in a turn based board game where you know where the other players are you know what mobs are in a room i mean there's things like gloomhaven you know that you, the bad guys don't spawn until you open a door like there's things like that that we could do but even again like that, that um there's definitely issues that you'd have to kind of work through to make the point of the and the purpose of the game really really come to fruition i guess
0: yeah for sure i mean it, yeah. this is <laughs> initial brainstorm sesh you know yeah no i I love the brainstorm sesh i
1: i I think that this is why there aren't games like that out there right now because these are these are difficult things to try to you know problem solve i mean
0: for a while there were issues with like people like oh how do we do like an open world like you know board game where you have player choice and you can choose where you want to go and what you want to do first but like right a couple people have made bigger games with different approaches to that so i think this is just another another you know type of game that could just be an interesting thing to do man that was that was fun we should do random video game board game adaptation brainstorm sessions on our podcast sometimes Or like i like it here's I a like thing it. Let's design that's a it. new uh new segment we got a <laughs> new segment yeah that's that's good um no that's really cool i'll have to try that game out and kind of get some thoughts too can you, you you should you should write that down somewhere do we have a i feel like we have a running list somewhere of like our loose game ideas, right? Yeah. Yeah. Where's that? I don't know where it is. We'll find it after our brains. But, <laughs> yeah. Our brains, just a big mush of random ideas swirling around. Um, mm-hmm. man, just, there's just so many games. So many little time. Yeah. So, um, anyway, well, that's a, that was a fun way to, to, to end off podcast. Do you have any other, any other, anything else? Any other thoughts? Um,
1: Y'all should wish me a happy birthday because oh. my birthday in two days. So when you're listening to this, just be going, man, I really hope Trevor has a happy birthday.
0: Yeah. Wait, so are you going away for your birthday? <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: Unfortunately, I'm not going away for my birthday. I'm actually going on a, a, a winter camp for a bunch of kids. And oh, um, I forgot. I don't know. So I'm I sacrificing that. myself to my birthday <laughs> or sacrificing my birthday to the weekend, I guess is a better way to put it. Oh, that sucks. Um, it's okay. My my wife's sending me up with some cupcakes and mm. um, it'll be good. maybe we'll celebrate nice. when I get back or something and have more time.
0: And my birthday is like a week after. It is. So. It's true. It's true. It's I'm just... I'm
1: excited. We uh we both have the best month to celebrate in.
0: I agree. Some good some good birthdays. February's a good month. Uh oh, by, by the way, on the about the Christmas lights, <laughs> I still mm-hmm. haven't taken mine down. <laughs>
1: Oh, I see him up everywhere. I, so yeah. the only reason I took him down, and I felt like I was obligated to is like I said, my wife has some friends. I don't know if I said, my wife has friends coming into town also this weekend while I'm gone. So I'm going and we also have friends coming oh, in sure. um, that she's hosting. You don't want her to be so embarrassed about the Christmas you don't want to, lights yeah. still be. We don't want to be the embarrassing neighbors in the neighborhood that still have their <laughs> Christmas lights up do And I'm going, I, you know, I'm shaking in my boots going, do, do I
0: have to get up on the roof? Steven, are you busy? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, yeah, there's like three houses on our in our road that still have lights uh like they' they, they haven't been turned on, and i've right. I haven't turned mine on, you know I've had them right. off for a while, right. but no one knows
1: they're there at night,
0: right, exactly, uh, and, like the next door neighbors even have like all these like big Christmas inflatables that have just been like deflated oh, flat yeah. in their yard for like yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know since yeah. before Christmas, but honey, it's um... my
1: birthday this month. do I have to? yeah, <laughs>
0: I celebrate Christmas through my birthday, so. <laughs> That's, it's that's my we birthday year. Can yeah. I wait until next year? <laughs> oh man. Anyway, that's that's a podcast. Everyone, uh, this has been this has been a podcast. You know, it's been real. It's been a real podcast. Um, but if you want to hear more about what we're doing, keep listening to this podcast on a weekly basis on the Friday mornings when they come out, um, and follow us on the socials at Bitwaffle Games. Find a link to our Discord and other information someday eventually about a a newsletter or other games that we might have descriptions for on our website, (sighs) bitwafflegames.com. Yeah, that that's it. So uh, thanks for being here and we'll see you all next time.
1: Yep. See you guys. Bye.